What's up, everybody? English Dave here with my co-host, co-host Carlos. Yo, yo. What's up? We saw two movies this week. I've seen two movies with you in theaters. Yes. Well, no, when did we see Shaft? So last no, we saw it week. last week. Yeah, as we reported, we did so see it last week. So we saw, we saw it early. Um, we saw it in Harlem. And yeah, movie, that was pretty dope. The movie is set in Harlem for the most part. We saw it in Harlem, which was home sweet home for me. Which is great. In fact, there were some scenes in the movie were like, oh, that's literally outside. Yeah, <laughs> that's around literally the corner. outside. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally out the corner. Um, yes, yeah, so we saw Shaft, which I realized pretty much the main movies have all been called Shaft. Mm-hmm. Like it's just wasn't the last one called Shaft. Shaft, Shaft, Shaft. Yeah, it's just it's just Shaft. that you know people refer to them based on the year. On the year, yeah. So Shaft. they say Shaft nineteen seventy one, Shaft two thousand, yeah. Shaft twenty nineteen. Yeah, so they just go with them on Shaft. I think it's interesting though they do nothing with that. I think that's just interesting that like all the movies are called Shaft. It's almost like a trilogy, a Shaft trilogy. Yeah, yeah. But it's a no, very but loose. No, you know what's funny trilogy. is that it's every twenty years. Yeah, so it's like a loose trilogy. <laughs> but I'm saying I wish there was more connected tissue. It was on purpose. Right, right, right. But there's no purpose to it. It just happened Where that it's way. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, if it was, like, planned out like that, like, yeah. this is the grandfather's era. Yeah, yeah. Now this is the father's era. This is the son's era. Yeah. Like, that would have been dope. Yes. We'll start as usual. Expectations going in. Like, what we... Shaft is... I feel like it's a franchise that some people either really love it or some people just, like, ant over it. And then as myself from another country, Shaft didn't really cross the pond. You know, mm. like, it's... I knew by name... But I think I couldn't tell you anything about the character in terms of in part of the cultural zeitgeist. It's a very American part of more American culture. And then uh, we had the Sam Jackson semi soft reboot. Soft reboot, as I say, like Richard Roundtree also appeared in that movie. Yeah, it was a sequel. So it was like a sequel. It was a reboot-ish. sequel reboot. It was a sequel character. update. Yeah, exactly. And that movie I don't remember that movie. I don't remember if I saw that movie. I, I I definitely saw that movie a bunch. Yeah, uh, I liked it. I, I remember liking yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Like, I remember it happened. Yeah. And I, I, if I saw it, I forgot about it. Yeah. But I think it was one of those movies again. Sam Jackson just doing Sam Jackson stuff. It's almost like he yeah. is Shaft. You know, Shaft yeah. is became Sam Jackson. So he didn't change. He right. didn't. He didn't play Shaft. <laughs> you know, he's just like I'm called. Call me Shaft. I'm gonna be Sam Jackson. It's just Shaft is just cool. Sam Jackson. Yeah. You know. I mean, there's and definitely. There's definitely things about that movie, if you watched it now, you would laugh because yeah. it's very 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Like, or 90s. It, oh, came yeah. out, it came out in 2000. Like, yeah. there's a scene where, like, he gets upset by the ruling of, like, a case. So, like, he takes his badge out and he throws it like a dart. Oh, yeah. And it, like, passes, like, the judge. Because <laughs> he's so upset. Uh, it's does, so does, hokey. Does, does it stick it, to the wall? Yeah, it sticks yeah. to the wall. It's so hokey. It's just, he's just, like, it's so upset and he throws it in a... It's like a throwing star, like Batman. <laughs> it's so funny, but um, oh, that's funny. but there's also other thing, other elements about it that are you know cool. It's really like a detective thriller. Yeah. Underneath, it's really and it gritty was, and R-rated, you know. And, and it's John Singleton. And it was, so. it was also the first Shaft movie to kind of, even though he's a man of certain type, type of an era, it was brought into the. It was supposed to be an updated to modern era. Right. You know, even yeah, yeah. You know, I almost wish. I the, mean, it was modern era. But I'm saying, I almost wish the Shaft movie stayed in the seventies. Mm. Like they were period pieces, as yeah. opposed to bringing Shaft to the modern era. Because that style only, yeah. or his style only works, works in back then. Back yeah. then, and which leads us into the new movie. How did you feel when they announced the new movie? Uh, like, we did you feel like people um, were clamoring for more Shaft? I wouldn't say people were clamoring for more Shaft, but people were always clamoring for Sam Jackson okay. to do his okay. thing. Okay. and I feel like him as bodyguard was a great example of that. Mm-hmm. And like you know, when you let when you give him material and he lets loose he's good at what he does mm-hmm. so i was excited to hear about a new shaft 
But then Until they told I us, heard yeah, they told us Tim's was, story was directing it. But also they said, oh, it's going to be a generational story about yeah, with his son and Jesse. T. But Usher. you know what? That's a great idea if you can crack it. Yes, it's like yes. if you if you if you write a compelling story that has to do with a son that hasn't seen his father in a while, but his father is like the most badass like mm-hmm. detective mm-hmm. in the city of New York. Like that's that's compelling material there. You can go deep with that. And that leads me into the synopsis. Uh, when his best friend dies under mysterious circumstances, an FBI cybersecurity expert joins forces with his father, the legendary cop John Shaft, to scour the streets of Harlem, New York, and uncover the truth. Um, and yeah, I think I think on paper that is a good uh, uh, starting point, mm-hmm. right? Where where it's, it's like okay, you're, the, you're the son of John Shaft, this legendary cop, and now you have to work with your father. Yeah, like yeah. And and then the, the movie again. This might be a little spoiler, but the movie kind of. I won't tell you the details. But the movie starts off opening where there's, there's almost a divide between father and son, mm-hmm. and so them working together is also there's a personal there's personal stakes to that. They've never spent time with each other. They don't know each other that well, and on paper again, it's, there's a father son story, that's interesting. And my issue with this film uh, ultimately great setup, no execution. Great setup, no execution, or drop the ball in what it should have been, and it ends up for me. It ends up being. A series of jokes that some work, don't get me wrong, but I think many fall flat in terms of it tries to, it becomes this movie about, well, my generation did this and your generation is doing this. And so the conversation between the old school generation, the millennial generation, and it just becomes Sam Jackson making a whole bunch of jokes towards yeah. Jesse T. Usher about how, how he's a millennial and yeah, you millennials yeah, yeah. this and you millennials that. And then, I mean... For me personally, I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, also, my expectations were very low. And, uh, you know, it's not the take on Shaft that I wanted. I definitely wanted a take that was, like, more in the gritty side and less comedic. There's, so, there's one line where in the movie, and it's in the trailer, where someone's like, this motherfucker thinks he's James Bond. And he's like, if James Bond were real, that motherfucker would think that he was me. Yeah. Or that motherfucker would want to be me. And that line, it's a joke, but... That that's where the movie should have been. Right. Should have, you should have taken Shaft to a whole new level and made him this like cool new spy. Right. And in modernizing that sense, where when people talk about the school, the cool spy movies, you talk about James Bond, your Born Identities, your Mission Impossible's Shaft should have been on that list. You know, what's funny also is that this film somehow feels bigger. It does. Like and oh, it wants and to be bigger. The this, seats for. I've had like a week to 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 think about it, and I'm just like. This film tries to be like an action yeah. franchise when it's yeah. not that. Yeah. Like even though the two thousand shaft is like hokey in its own way, yeah. it still feels like an intimate like police detective mm. story mm. where like shaft is just shaft. Well, I think the problem with this, it tries to be everything, and it didn't. It couldn't pick one. Yeah, it tries to be this, this kind of like action comedy, but it's not yeah, quite. Yeah, body cop comedy. But then it also tries to be, have serious moments of depth, but right. it's not quite that. And it tries to be hokey, but it's not quite that. So it's right. like it's it's trying to be so many different things. Um. I will say I was impressed by Jesse T. Usher's comedic abilities, although his dramatic abilities were not there. Very weak. Very like, weak. It was night and day. Whenever a scene hinged on him delivering a dramatic monologue yeah. or line, it was it just fell. It was a, it it didn't only fall; it was comedic. Yeah, it was, he almost laughed. Yeah, like he laughed at him. Yeah, it's like, like what? No, I'm not yeah. And which is why I say I think the tone was inconsistent. Where. Do you want to be this funny, silly com- action comedy, or do you want to have these moments of drama? And it couldn't do both. It couldn't balance both, and and, and it kind of pulled the film down. And then again, 
it almost tried to say something about the generational gap, but it mm-hmm. says nothing about that. Because, it should have been social commentary. And if because, they were going to take it there, it should have been social commentary. I think because that father-son relationship is never really explored as it, as it thinks it no. is. You know, we don't get to really develop them as father and son. Terrible execution on plot. Yes. But again, there terms... are moments. There are moments where I'm like, I, I genuinely laughed. I, I won't. Lie no, that, but that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Like, like just a terrible movie, like plot wise, and and serious wise, but as a comedy, like it, it kind of is really effective as a comedy. Not the take that I wanted on Shaft, but I'm also not gonna say like I didn't enjoy it. Though like, I will say. There are moments of comedy that I was like, ooh. Mm, in it, terms of the the, it is, there's a very the, lot of the dated, topics and tones of the jokes. Yes, there's a lot of dated stuff. And okay, well, not dated. I would say dated. If if you if you just suspend your disbelief, the shaft is really out of touch in the 2019 world. Then well, here's my it's kind of more acceptable in that way. Here's my issue, right? That's how I felt. I'm not this person who's so overly PC that says you can't joke about certain things. I think you can joke about most things in life if the joke is funny enough and if it hits well enough. And, and with that, you know, there's, there's, there's a nuance to jokes. I don't think there's, nah, a, yeah. there's, like, no, there's no rule and there's no rule book to jokes and even sensitive jokes. I don't think sensitive material should be off the subject. I think sensitive material can be used as fodder for jokes. It depends on how it's used. But if you're going to use... My problem with this movie is how they use certain jokes. Because certain jokes are used in terms of to show character, personality. Right. The difference between the old school and new school kids. But the jokes are not broad. But they feel like they're there just for the sake of being jokes. They don't do anything. Because it's like, oh, it's like someone needed somewhere to kind of say these like insensitive jokes. And they're like, fuck, I was going to put it here. Without actually developing the story. Because Shaft, they, they portray Shaft as a man of a certain time. So he says certain types of jokes. But by the end of it, there's no ramifications. Like, yeah, he said the jokes so what? The way he talks about women and the way he talks about uh, uh, people of different sexual orientations and things like that. And I feel I felt just that it needed to be part of his character development of realizing, okay, hey, if you want respect, you've got to respect yourself as well. And I felt like there was there was something that was missing from the movie that kind of made you kind of see him as an asshole as opposed to being a man of his time. Because mm-hmm. I think, I don't like that excuse. Of, they could have treated that with more, uh, like, care and depth. Yes, yes. Because it's almost like, okay, it's almost like, and it's not on the same level. Don't get me wrong, it's not as extreme. But you know, like, when this Trump thing came out, it was like, oh, he grabbed him by the pussy. It's like, oh, well, that's the guys in the locker room. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. That's just guys. Mm-hmm. So he's just making excuses for it. That's what guys do. You know, they they, they say things like that. They, they that's they, basically what this. Yeah, like he's unapologetic. Yeah, he's unapologetic. I hate that as an excuse because I'm like, mm. but the joke wasn't funny enough for you to say that thing, and then it didn't do anything to drive the story. Like it was an unnecessary joke in the moment. It wasn't needed, yeah. so you just did it. Just no, but that's it. what I mean. Like they they shouldn't have treated Shaft as a comedy. Yes, but. Like, for some reason, they do. Yes. They just make it like a yes. comedy machine where they're just there to make you laugh mm-hmm. and they're just cranking out jokes for the sake of cranking out jokes but, under the disguise of the Shaft plot. Yes, yes, exactly. And again, <laughs> because what happened What happened is the movie leans one way too much. Right. In, in, because if it didn't this father-son dynamic, mm-hmm. it should both of them should learn lessons. Mm-hmm. I feel like Shaft doesn't learn anything from his son. Yeah. There's nothing. Like, absolutely nothing. The only thing he learns from, and this is a slight spoiler, is from, his, from Regina, Regina's King's character. Regina Hall. I keep saying King. Regina yeah. Hall's character. And ultimately, that's just because he learns his lessons because he's trying to get ass. Mm-hmm. That's his motivation. Like, if I'm going to It's try almost and... like the, fa- the yeah. dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally. And so it's like, uh, like, he doesn't learn anything from his son. He ends up like... So I never feel like they grow as father and son no. together. 
And even like little beats, like the incident synopsis, they introduce his son as a cybersecurity expert. And then Shaft makes fun of him, like, what, you're in the FBI and you're the computer guy? And, the movie, and then in the end, he's like relying on him, but there's no, but there's never, no, yeah. there's no earned no. like, you know, like, oh wow, I'm proud of you, son. Yeah, yeah, it's never. Like, I was wrong. And then we never, as the audience, we never get the importance of yeah, the computer guy is the new action hero, right? You know, he's not about punching anymore. Like I thought that's where the narrative was gonna mm-hmm. go, where it's like your in your day it was about punching and hitting things. In my day, we do things know, digital. It's digital. The new the new terrorists are digital. It's almost similar to a uh, uh, um, a good day to die hard. Mm. You know, in terms of the the tech, was it was it a good day with Justin Long? No, that was Live Free or Die Hard. Live Free or Die Hard. But I, I actually enjoyed that one though. I think Live Free or Die Hard had fun had fun. Moments. Absolutely, it, it, it was it was the best of the recent Die Hards. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say, <laughs> you know. But yeah, but obviously, like they showed that you could do the cyber angle and. And I think they should have had the cyber angle because they played the cyber stuff. Yeah, but the story really isn't about the cyber stuff, and even things like oh, the synopsis it says about when his best friend dies. You never get a sense that that was his best friend. Like the stakes are never there because it's mm-hmm. like, okay, some guy dies, but you never know their relationship like that. And then yeah. ultimately, the movie never becomes about that. And even the villain wasted. Yeah, know? no, no, no. Like I said again, I'm just gonna keep reiterating. <laughs> <laughs> like as a Shaft movie with story and plot, whatever. As a, as a strictly R-rated comedy, Carlos's yes. expectations are so low. No, they were so movie. low. And you know what it was like? They were so low. And then the Red Man trailer came out like the day before the screening, and I was like, "Hmm, maybe if I go into this just expecting it to be just like I still a, com- a main comedy that happens to feature Shaft, like I think I'll accept it." And I did. I still maintain the Red Man trailer had all the best jokes in it. I still think there's some in the movie <laughs> that are pretty funny. I will say this, but Carlos clearly enjoyed the movie on a level more than I did. For sure, I thought I, it was hilarious. I, I did not like it at all Damn. i think there, i think there's moments of humor I'll, I'll say this i think it's not any of the actors fault though again uh jesse t usher i think they need, they need a better actor than him yeah i mean he carry. did have great comedic timing but he just can't he, even, he can't lead a movie but even, like there's so many wasted characters in that movie like the female lead that's with the love interest for jesse yeah, t. Yeah. usher there's a really great moment where she subverts the female the trope, female trope. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. And then instantly she just they becomes a stereotype and change again. it. Yeah, I'm like really, that was a terrible. She's just gonna just become now the writing damsel. choice. They could have literally just cut that out and completely, edited. completely cut that out because her character ultimately. And they could have just showed. She just serves to be there to be rescued. Yeah, by the end of exactly. It's, just, you, it's the typical that, shit. Typical. Like it could have. And then, but you know, we take so long to actually get to the villain of the story that by the time the mm-hmm. villain appears, you're like, okay, I don't care. In fact, there's another character that's set up as a great villain. Who's just wasted completely, yeah. and it's just so it's like you're just moving along through the motions again. I think there's moments where Sam Jackson is entertaining because he's Sam Jackson, but I don't know. I personally wouldn't recommend this film. Um, maybe I think if you got a list, definitely check it out. If you're looking for a comedy to see, nah, and you've seen all the many, other comedies, too many good comedies. No, I mean, if you've seen what all the, the other chances? comedies, what are the chances that people have seen it? I mean, who knows? <laughs> this is the only one that might call their attention though, because it's Sam Jackson. So it's like there's worse ways to spend your your time in a movie theater this summer. Go, go I watch, think. Go watch Longshot. Go watch uh, Book Smart. Book Smart. Like, go watch Longshot again. Go watch Longshot. Go watch again. Avengers again. Go watch John Wick again. I'm just saying. Seriously. Okay, I would say the put this movie on if it's on streaming and you're at home and you have friends over and you just want to have something playing in the background and so that you might catch some of the good jokes here or there but you're not paying attention it's a movie that 
if you're texting while you're watching it, you're not going to miss anything. It, you don't, it doesn't need your, that's why I say like, I feel like movie theater movies need your attention, right? Because you can't text, you can't do anything. But this is a movie that you, I don't know, man. The, the plot is bland. It's like, but I, you all can, right, you can, miss, the, you can miss out of the scenes. two releases this week, my pick is Shaft. Out of the two releases of this week, my pick is go to, go outside, go to the park. Really? Because <laughs> Carlos has given you the, the two evils, <laughs> choice of two bad movies. What if there's just people that just want to see a movie this No, weekend, it is summertime. And they've seen everything else. It is the summer. What if they got A-list and they want to check the it box? It doesn't matter. It's summertime. Go outside. Go play. Go, 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 or go find some indie movie out there. Or watch Late movie. Night is a great yes, comedy. Yes, Late Night. There you go. Or, or go see that. There's probably a movie that you missed that came out in theaters that you completely missed that's coming out on Blu-ray streaming. Captain Marvel just came out on streaming. Watch that if you missed it. I'm just saying. Continues <laughs> our disappointing run of movies. That Seriously, Godzilla. that Godzilla. You, you just, you're a damn atom bomb. The only thing that saved Shaft for me above Godzilla and, and, and uh, Men in Black is Expectations. Because I went into those other movies with... High expectations, expectations for real. Expected good movie. Where shot, I, I, I went in expecting trash. So like, it's, it's not better trash. It's, it's better it's, than it's trash. It's better than you thought <laughs> it would be for sure. But it's still bad. Don't listen to Carlos. Nah. If you like look, comedies, check it out. Look at the reviews and and, and the scores. And so, it's nah, bad. man. It's a bad one. No. <laughs> this is Tim Story's best movie, <laughs> which is better, which is which. And uh, which was, isn't saying was, much. What was Tim Story's last movie, Carlos? What was Tim Story's last movie? Wasn't it Think Like a Man too? Because he was doing the Think Like a Man movies, <laughs> which are successful movies. Yeah, success doesn't mean good. I, I enjoyed the first one. We know this. I enjoyed the first one. Tim Story of Ride Along fame and Ride Along 2. Oh, he did Ride Along 2? Yes, and the Fantastic Yo, Four. Okay, so I guess Fantastic that's... Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. Okay, yeah, of course. <laughs> we, know, we know about the Fantastic Four movies. He doesn't deserve to be near, like, comic book movies. But, anyway. Uh, no, but I guess that I realize now what went wrong is that they were already trying to make it Ride Along before they made the yep. movie. Definitely. Agreed. And they figured, why not get the guy who made Ride Along? Agreed. 100% So, agreed. fuck it. Whatever. I think I think that's what it is. I think this is also a movie that, I think, like Men in Black, there was no... From the actual filmmakers, there was no passion. I think, okay, Sam Jackson did Sam, his, No, no, did no. I think, I think the actors... Well, that's it. That's, that's it. the filmmakers, not the actors. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Sam Jackson, he delivered what he was given. I think the yeah. script... The crew filmed it in. Yeah. I Except think, for Tim Story. I think he really thinks he did a great job. I think he thinks he did I think he did I think he directed that movie with more energy than other movies that he's done. I, I just, I, but I also think he was, he wasn't thinking of the story either. The story thinks it's smart, right? And it's but that's not. on Kenya Barris and whoever else he's wrote that script with him. I was, I was interested in Kenya Barris' script yeah. you know, after Girls Trip, which was his first feature film screenplay. Like, he I, has I, dropped the ball between I, Little yeah, it's and this. It's definitely not any, like Girls Trip is still top. It's not close to Girls yeah. Trip. Like I don't know, Shaft. I think Shaft needed more because of the last. The Shaft films haven't really hit solid as much as they should in terms of potential. Mm -hmm. And I think this is not going to do anything else to help it. If, if uh, We had a conversation on a podcast where Dave suggested that F. Gary Gray should have did Shaft. Yes. And I totally agree with yes. that. I think Shaft, should, they should have gone full gritty reboot. Maybe a hint of comedy. You know, kind of like the Lethal Weapon movies where there's a touch of comedy in terms of the buddy relationship. But it shouldn't have been a comedic movie. And it should have been... The actual plot should have been this darker plot. Like, and you know... it. Because the movie does deal with dark shit, but it's it just so lighthearted so and light Tim Storyish. It's like yeah, too barbershopish. And it does yeah, and it which does. which is a double edged sword. 
Which works for barbershop, yeah. yeah. Because, but something like shop, it should have gone to the nitty underworld of Harlem. Right. Of Harlem. Right. You know, there's moments of, 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 uh, of I said to Carlos off podcast, of um, Luke Cage that I wish... The gritty moments that in gritty Harlem. Moment in the Harlem club scene, all that kind of right. stuff. I wish Shaft did. I wish, I wish he saw that. Or even that sequence, like, in the beginning when he goes to the crack house. Hmm. Like, that was pretty cool. But it's there for comedy. Yeah. Ultimately. If it was played in a gritty angle, yes, ooh, exactly. that would have been fucking Because ultimately, comedy. it's just played for comedy. Right. Like, it starts off really cool, but it's just right. fun. And even with the villain. I really feel like F. Gary Gray and some story, like, had what each other needed. <laughs> <laughs> like, F. Gary Gray's movie was too oh, serious. Yeah, I just realized. Oh, like, have, needed comedy. We have, a, we have a weekend with two black director movies. Yeah, but, movies, but for, for major franchises, yeah. but it's rare. They, they're... But they also didn't deliver because no. each director has what the other one was missing. Yeah. It's like they swapped the, for the wrong franchise. Do you know who? A, okay. <laughs> like Tim Story should have done Men in Black yeah. and F. Gary Gray should have did Shaft. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Anyway, um, yeah, if you're a Shaft fan, sure, why not? I just don't think if you're not a fan, this is not going to change your mind. This is not going to make you become a fan. Um, yeah, sure. Good Warning, it's Jackson. very misogynistic. It's and homophobic. Homophobic. And again, not, again, I'm not trying to be PC here. I'm not trying to be the PC police or anything like that. I just think if you just do it for the sake of it, it should have point to character or point to narrative or point. It should have a point as opposed to just, just throwing The in jokes there. are just thrown in there to be jokes. Because I'll tell you this it's not so much that some of the jokes are homophobic, sexist, or anything like that. It's not that. It's that they are lazy. Because they know it's obvious jokes. Mm-hmm. It's like if someone said, hey, there's these two guys. One's from the 70s, one's from now. And they're the generational divide. What are the jokes? What would happen when a millennial yeah. and a it's, so it's the most baby obvious, boomer walked into a bar? Yeah, so it's the most obvious jokes. And that's what it is. It's lazy. It's not creative in it enough. Where it really shows. But it is funny. Mm, mm, there was literally a guy in front of us shaking his head the entire yeah, time. Yeah, uh, he was not <laughs> The entire movie. Just like, yeah. Like you can, some of those jokes did not go right. Again, with you can him. you can say you can say racist, sexist jokes, whatever. If they in a movie, I mean, I personally flow. think that like you know nothing's also awesome missing. Comedy. No, nothing. But again, it's and it's got to be smart enough to work because comedy, comedy shouldn't just be. About I really feel like line. that's gonna kill this movie though. Yeah, like that's one of the reasons you hate it. Like it's not about punchline, punchline, punchline. Mm-hmm. Like the delivery stuff and building character, especially in the movie, can really comedy can really sell personality and take us down a character's journey through comedy and I think comedy is a very powerful tool to yeah. tell dramatic stories and but I just think this was used in a lazy way it's it was almost a I step, enjoyed it it was a I step above it. it was a step above slapstick comedy yeah well I enjoyed it <laughs> I thought that the funny parts were really funny um but that's there you have it the first movie go. that English Dave and Coles Carlos are divided on I wouldn't say divided because <laughs> you're not like praising the movie yeah I'm not but, praising it <laughs> it's not but, like but I would say <laughs> for me, for me, I would say it's probably like one of the most enjoyable movies I've seen this summer. Even if it's at the bottom of the list of enjoyable yeah. movies I've seen this summer, <laughs> it's an enjoyable, entertaining movie that I'm not upset that I wasted my time with. Yeah. I think I think the reaction to this movie is either going to be eh or negative. I don't think they're going to get positive reactions to this. I mean, who knows this movie? But anyway, like, we'll see. What do you guys think of this movie and also Men in Black International and or any of the movies we reviewed? Do you agree with us? Do you disagree? We'd like to know your thoughts. Info at thenerdybunch.com or you can send us a message on social media. We're on the various social medias uh, at The Nerdy Bunch. Uh, what do we got coming up next week? We've got Stuber coming up. I see that tonight. You see that next week. Mm-hmm. Should I review for that? Toy Story. Toy Story 4. I'm ready to cry. 
Seriously. Is Disney going to save us from our trend of bad block blockbuster summer movies? I think so. But why leave it to Disney? You know, I want you know, I don't want to be such a Disney fanboy, but everyone else you're making it so easy. Come on, Seriously. step up your game. Like come on. What the hell? Anyway, um look out for our nerdy report coming up. We talk E3, whole bunch of video games came out this week. Uh, all were announced this week, so look out for our discussion on that. And uh, look out for our Back to the Future podcast. We did the original Men in Black. We also did. Uh, we're also doing the original um, Lion King, and we should be doing uh, Child's Play as well. So revisit those movies if you haven't in a while, so that you can be ready to listen to this podcast. Uh, thank you, co-host Carlos. As thank usual. you, English Dave. It was my a pleasure. My name is English Dave, and this has been the Nerdy Bunch review for Shaft 2019. And as always, Carlos, keep it nerdy. Thank you.